Welcome to season four of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. I am so excited to share some new ideas and experiences with you and also introduce some more wonderful, fantastic people on the platform. Be sure to visit our site, www.beyourownkind.com to be able to keep up with the latest news and the latest blogs and content. Also, we have a Facebook community that involves giveaways, touch base, and exclusive deals. If you like the content, be sure to tip your girl Lamarcha T on Kofi, located at ko-fi.com backslash beyourownkind24. Thanks again for your continued support and enjoy the episode. Well, hi, Suzanne. How are you doing? I am fantastic. How are you, Renita? I am doing well. I'm doing much better, as I um, said before I hit record. Um, I was a little under the weather with COVID, but... I'm just happy to be able to just speak because <laughs> that was the main thing. And just thanking you for taking out the time to be on our platform today. So I really do appreciate it. No problem. I'm glad you're doing better. God is good, isn't he? Yes, yes. All the time. All the time. I know some people that did not did not make it this far. So I'm, I'm very grateful. Well, quite a bit. Well, glad to see you're up and at it. So, all right. I'm excited to be on the show. <laughs> yes. So I read a little bit about you and oh my God, you wear a thousand hats. <laughs> you are a business consultant, podcaster, author, life coach. You're a minister and an HR manager? Yeah. <laughs> One or two things, one or two things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you like, you're all modest. You like, yeah, so you know, I dibble and dabble. But yeah, that is a lot of hats. And um, what it all has in, have in common, what I love about it is you're pouring into others and helping them become their best self. And I love, I love that. But I'm just wondering, like, through all of that pouring, when do you find the time to pour back, you know, get pour back into yourself, or do how do you practice self care in this? All right, girl. So now you're speaking my language because so. <laughs> You do a lot, um, you know, but one of the things I'm always conscious of is taking care of me. And, you know, I do have to reach, um, just point out that I am no longer an HR manager because a few months ago, yeah, I was on the corporate track. I was doing it for a while, but um, a few months ago, I made the decision to step out of that world and become an entrepreneur. And, you know, because that was my side hustle. I did it on the side. Um, so I am full 100% an entrepreneur now. I go out, I promote my own brand, Positively Suzanne Brand. I'm open, so I'm able to take more clients, um, more coaching clients. I'm able to do more conferences where I go to different um, conferences and speak as a motivational speaker. I do more workshops, um, things like that. So one of the things that I do, and that's actually how I practice self-care. So I always believe that you cannot pour from an empty cup. And my pastor always says that, you know, it's like, you know, there's a time for seed time and harvest time. And I practice that mentality with myself. Yeah, I'm a minister, so that's going to come out. Um, so there is times that I'm constantly pouring into me, pouring into me. But I truly feel very blessed in terms of I do have a lot. I was blessed with a lot. And I'm able to give back. And a lot of times folk thinks that when you give back, it's material things. No, you know, pouring into somebody and encouraging them, you know, mentally, um, emotionally, um, spiritually, and all those other things are so important. It's just as important to me as material things when you give that to someone because girl sometimes you need money you know if you need gas money i'm gonna say i'm gonna pray lay your hands and pray on you 
different skills, but I don't know if my car's gonna move. So <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you. So, you know, I've always been cognizant of that fact, not to like take so much from myself. So one of the things I've always been obsessed with tea. I love tea. I'm not a coffee drinker. So I've always done tea parties for myself. And actually I branched out uh the 10th of this month and I actually threw a large tea party, sold tickets, folks showed up and just it was fun yeah like check out my website the pitches are on there um you know just women showed up they bought their ticket they came it was an afternoon of they drank tea they networked they you know we repeated affirmations we dressed in fabulous fashions and things like that so that was large scale but i do that for myself personally like i'm consistent i am intentional about my self-care i i choose time that it's just me and a book and i'm curled up and i'm drinking tea and reading a book or whether i'm you know reading the word or something like that so i've just always been very intentional about self-care i didn't realize it was a good thing i just thought that was you know because back in the day that was considered selfish right right choosing time for yourself but i've always just been very cognizant of the fact that if i'm constantly given like sooner or later, there's going to be nothing left to give. So I take care of me, girl. I really do. I love that. It sounds like when you're pouring, you're pouring the reserve, not, not your, I don't know how to put it, but like your, your overflow exactly. goes to everyone else, but you make sure that you stay full at all times. Always. And, you know, and I'm not saying that there's not times that I'm a little down, you know, and things like that. So I'm conscious of the folks around me. You know, I surround myself with um, positive people. I try to, I, I, I try not to do drama and negativity because it, it's draining. Mm -hmm. My husband is just phenomenal. Like he's a, he's my biggest cheerleader. I'm not going to lie. He helps me out in terms of if I'm down or anything else, but it's not that I'm rarely down, but I can always try to find the silver lining. I always try to find the silver lining. And even the days that I'm down, I'm just like, I know something good is going to come. So I'll just curl up with a cup of tea and just read a book till, you know, I'm, I'm back to 100% Suzanne. I love that. I love that. I love the fact that you give your, your, um, yourself a chance to recharge. I love I that. I really do. And I love that you, you mentioned the importance of having a support system because sometimes I feel like you're as strong, strong or as weak as your support system. So if you have people that are genuine about you, that don't play about you just as much as you don't play about you, that helps a little bit more too. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. And you know, and one of the things I've always, you know, I said to my client, you know, it's not, I don't want you to think that you, I'm the superwoman. I'm genuinely not. I'm a human being, but one thing I'm consistent one is taking care of myself. And like when you take care of yourself and not selfishly, um, you know, cause like everybody deserves to be taken care of. And if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't believe that you deserve to be, you know, that have the best and to be taken care of, I mean, nobody else is going to give that to you. So you have to start with you. I did a workshop the other day. You know, one of the things I talked about, I said, you know, talk to yourself as you would somebody you love. And I mean, I didn't coin that. I know other folks have said it, but I'm like, when we are dealing with someone and we say to them, you know, like, you know, you need to get rest. You got to take care of yourself and all of that. But you don't have that same conversation with yourself. 
and how am I coaching you to be better being you and to, you know, fulfill yourself if I'm not doing that? True. So (laughs) it is. So, you know, like I have to be living proof of my method. And, uh, you know, I'm very consistent about that. Like I use the word consistent and intentional and, you know, things like that. And, you know, it could be back in the days when I used to watch soap operas, my general hospitals, my one life to live. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> just told my age. One life to live, I gotta do this right. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I'm like, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I don't want everybody, anybody to think that I have it all figured out. But what I have figured out is that if you don't take care of you, if you don't put on your oxygen mask on first, you will not be able to take care of anybody else. It's as simple as that. And once you figure that out, it gets a little easier for you to practice self-care. Yeah, yeah, this, that's that's true wisdom. Thanks for sharing it. Cause we feel like if I'm, if I'm going and going and going, I always tell um, people, I'm like, there's a difference between movement and progress. Mm-hmm. You know, you be doing all this stuff, but you're just on a conveyor belt. You're not making progress. You're just busy for the sake of being busy. You know, exactly. and and sometimes progress is sitting down, like you said, mm-hmm. drinking some tea, reading a book. You know, recharging your mind and your creativity. You know, just to get those ideas because you could be moving so much and you could be missing the mark because you're not taking that time to just be still. Yeah, no, you're right. Look at you dropping wisdom, girls. No, I, I, <laughs> no, I completely agree. And, I, I, you know, oftentimes, like I said, folks sometimes will think of, um, you know, it being selfish to prioritize self-care. I was having a conversation with an individual the other day. Um, and, you know, I said, you know, so what do you do? They were talking to me about being overwhelmed. And I said, you know, what do you do to practice self-care? And they're like, you know, well, you know, I take a shower and I'm like, well, I hope you take a shower. But um, <laughs> that is not self-care. We've got to stop that. You deserve to take a shower. Like the people around you deserve you to take a shower. So, <laughs> Yes, please take a shower. Please take a shower, especially in this heat. But um, that is not self-care. I am like, you know, it's not. But we think that like, okay, you know, using the bathroom alone when you have kids, it's like, that's a form of self-care. It is not. Like those are things you deserve and it rarely happens. But self-care is that time that you single out for you. It doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah, I would love it to be a spa in Paris, but girl, that ain't happening. So I carve out my time, like, and my husband and everybody around me understand that it's my time and they respect that because if you have boundaries and folks know, you get to do you. It's not always easy, but like I said, being intentional and consistent, those are things that truly helps. I love that. I love that. So you mentioned earlier that you were in the corporate world and you were like, no, you care like sharing your transition out of the corporate realm. Okay. So it's, um, it, it, you know, and it wasn't, it, it wasn't like one day, but I was in it for over 20 years. Right. So literally I just told my age and I mean, I do look 21, but 
you look fabulous. <laughs> Thank you, darling. But no, you know, I started in retail, oh my goodness, so many years ago, and I've certainly moved up the ranks. I've been in different roles. I've been district manager, operational, customer service, and just so many different um, ventures and branches that I've done. And you know, HR and all of that. And I, I loved it. And I felt that I was very good at my job and I felt that I was promoted. But over the past couple of years, I went back to school. So said quick segue here, talk about being busy. I decided to go back to school to get my degree because after high school, you know, I'm young, I'm fabulous. I was going to be the next Naomi Campbell, right? So, <laughs> so I took a year off school, which turned into 20. So I decided to go back to school um, to pursue my degree. And you know, at the time I had two young kids, my husband and my dad was living with me at the time. My dad got sick, my husband got sick. I have two kids, I'm working full time and I'm going back to school. Yeah, that was a fun time. <laughs> so talk about being busy, but like I was so like diligent with taking time for me at that point because it's like, I know folks are like, how's her husband in the hospital? And she's like having a tea party by herself because I needed that. I needed that. So I was consistent with that. So I did that and um, continued to grow. And I graduated a few years ago with um, dual masters, one in business and one in organizational leadership. Well, thank you, darling. <laughs> but along that line, I really, truly fell in love with HR because while I was working in retail, I've done a lot of HR. I've had like HR roles and things like that, but I really wanted to go into HR. And I actually tried to go into HR with my own company that I was with. And, you know, it was some challenges because, you know, you have to go, you have to go from A to B. You can't jump from B to C. And, you know, I, I did a program with them and things like that, but I was really passionate about what I wanted. Um, and, you know, I didn't see any movement there. Um, I chatted with a couple different companies and um, in the end, ended up getting some offers, revamped my resume um, and got some offers. And I remember one lowball offer and I'm thinking to myself, what, really? No. And I was like, I said to my husband, I really need to sit down and really map out what I want. And is this what I want? And I said, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur on the side and I am here. I have over 20 odd years of experience in leadership. I have dual masters. I have a wealth of knowledge and experience. And I have spent this, me, my personal expertise, expertise building somebody else's brand. What if I decided to build my own brand? Might not be the next Amazon, but I'm going to build it for me and for my kids. And had some additional conversation, did some interview, just wanted to make sure that it was possible to get the salary that I had desired. And it became possible. And then I was able to walk away. I was very strategic because I was like, okay, Suzanne, you know, like, are you going towards this because you didn't get this? Or is it because you truly want this? And I did everything I can to go the corporate route. And then I said, okay. Now I'm good. I am happy. I can go out and become an entrepreneur, um, you know, on my own. Um, it wasn't an easy decision because it was comfortable. It was something that I knew. It was a guaranteed paycheck. And like I said, I got several offers where the paycheck was really nice. Um, but ultimately it wasn't that. It really boiled down to quality of life, um, the legacy that I wanted to leave behind and truly what I wanted for myself. And I'm like, you know what? Now is the time to try. 
COVID taught us, like, listen, get creative, do what you got to do. And, you know, I did it. So I had launched my brand in 2018 and I did a little things on the side and things like that. And I was like, you know what? Once I started to write for that, I did like, I started to do like vendor events. I went to events and sell my merchandise. Um, I went to different events and I spoke. I was uh, like, I did workshops. I hosted that tea party and things like that. And I'm loving it. But of course, you know, me I had to add something else to the mix, right? So I, <laughs> I, I became a mortgage loan officer. <laughs> I did, you know, because I, I, I always like to help people. I really truly believe that my, my gift, my passion is really helping people realize the best versions of themselves and to realize that they had it in them all along. And so, but everything I do and every path that God has put me on is geared towards helping people. So I was looking at different things that I could do that, you know, I'd have autonomy. I would have flexibility and still help people and still make money, girl. And um, <laughs> it is, it's not everything, but it's important. Right. So I, I have a best friend who's a realtor and she's been bugging me for five years and the time wasn't right. And I looked into it. I, you know, I took the courses, took the test, Lord, that test was hard and, you know, passed it and reached out to a company and said, you know, Hey, this is my goal. You know, this is what I'm looking for. Um, you know, cause you can't just become a mortgage loan office and work for yourself. Um, you have to have a corporation that um, sponsors you. And I found this great company and, you know, they said yes. And, you know, here I am. So I'm just thinking, what better way it is, is it than, you know, to help somebody buy their own home? Right. This, this intentionality is everything in this conversation. Like, it's not like you wake up and say, I'm going to be a painter. I'm going to be a, a rabbit. I can't think of enough. And it's like anything that you choose to do, it's, it's intentional. It has a reason. It's not haphazard living, but it's, a, it's an intentional, fulfilled life that aligns with your purpose. And I think that is just super incredible. No, thank you, darling. God is intentional with me. So I really, truly try to be intentional with the things that he has given me. And, you know, once my pastor said to me, and I mean, he got it from the Bible that my gifts will bring me in front of great men. And I do believe that my gifts has exposed me to so many people. But for me, great men is not just, you know, the Oh, I almost called the name. I was not, I'm not going to say that like the, the Barack Obama, but <laughs> you know, I think it's just everyday people because there's such greatness in people. Like I can talk to anybody and I'm sitting on the bus or the train or whatever it is. I'm gonna have a conversation and I'm leaving. I know your life story and you're like, I didn't mean to tell her all that, but it's just, I genuinely like people. And I think lots of folks don't. So my gift, lots of folks don't like people. God, come on, you know this. So <laughs> I think my gifts has put me in front of great people. And, you know, it all comes back to just wanting to help people. It comes back to who I am, like what God has put me on this earth for. And it's to help others. And however I do, whatever I do, it helps people. And that's what I'm passionate about. And I can tell, I can tell just by how you're talking about it, how passionate you are just to make a difference in somebody's life. 
and make an impact. And that's, that's truly a blessing because you are right. There are a lot of people that don't like people or don't have time for people or they don't measure a man by their greatness, but of their titles. Mm. And I feel like that's more than what God did because Jesus talked to everybody, you he know? Did. He talked to everybody. So who are we ever to be in a position where we think we're greater than someone because we're looking at their life compared to ours and you'll be shocked what people have been through and what wisdom they can share with you if you just humble yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know, one other thing, Renee, I think one of the things we have to tell ourselves as humans, we always have to be open to learning yeah. and to learn from anyone and yeah. everyone because just because somebody has a fine set title doesn't mean they're the smartest. I have met people <laughs> with fancy titles who are not the smartest. And I've met people with no titles who are will drop some knowledge on you, you shiver. So I try not to prejudge. And you know, the thing is, and one of the things I have to be mindful of, I am very confident. So I'm glad that I'm friendly because folks will prejudge you because you're confident in who you are. And I'm confident in the abilities that God's given me. I'm not going to... Sh- be shy about it but right. confidence sometimes like it can be intimidating to folks and sometimes folks are afraid to approach you because they're like yeah no she's yeah like she's she's she has too much or you know like i can't i never want somebody to look at me and says i can't approach so when i enter right. into a room yeah i might walk in like i own it but i'm gonna talk to everybody and anybody in there and not just the fancy title holders you know i'm like girl what's up oh that's a cute skirt you know because i'm like i want them to feel included Right. So that's important to me. So I have met some people with fancy titles that are miserable and unhappy. So fancy titles are nice. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't sneeze tomorrow if Biden appoints me like secretary or something. But (laughs) But that don't mean you'll be impressed. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm still going to be me. You know, I'm still going to have conversations like with people. I'm still going to go in and just be me. And I think that's one of the best things you can do for folks is just be you and let them feel included. I love that. That's what we're all about. (laughs) Be your own kind. Be you because it's nothing greater than you. I always say that you're the most fantastic person you will ever come across. Because no one's going to know you better than you. No one should know how awesome you are more than you ever. That's just how I feel. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, folks, are, like I said, folks are going to prejudge you. And yeah. they're going to make assumptions. And at the end of the day, you can't make somebody believe the truth if they're if they're determined to believe the lie. So mm-hmm. as long as you're authentically you and you're genuine in what you do and you know that this is who I am. I'm Renata. Renita. I am not trying to be this or whatever i'm just me and if folks truly want to accept that and believe that they're going to but if folks are want to accept and believe something different you can fight a rumor it's one of the hardest things to fight because if they're determined to believe the lie they're determined to believe the lie let them just still live your life authentic to you like you cannot worry about it I love that. Wow. You just spoke to, you just spoke a word to me, didn't even know it, maybe. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> but that that is important because I feel like 
part of the struggle, which was one of my questions, to get totally away from the question. <laughs> Is but that right? One of my questions was like, what do you think are the largest barriers from, from people living their own lives? And I think that's part of it, the narrative that they're trying to force upon people about them. But it's like, everyone's not going to see you for who you are, you know? And I think that's that kind of answered that question a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 you're absolutely right. I, you know, honestly, I think one of the biggest thing that um, keeps us back in, from being who we are, it's because we're afraid of judgment. We're afraid of what other people will say. And, and it's like, what are they going to say if I wear this dress? What are they going to say if I wear this pants? What if I, what are they going to say if I laugh at this joke? And, you know, I think that goodness is subjective. I truly believe and not a lot of, not everybody has faith, but it's important to me to talk about my faith. But I think if you're a genuine good person and you're kind and you're truly doing what you can to A, live your best life and just not even try to bring everybody along with you, but just be good to people that are around you and the people you come in contact with. And if folks can't see that, like there's nothing you can do about it. So you can't continue to stress out about what they're going to think. Like, well, what are they going to think? Like that will drive you crazy. And you cannot be authentically you if all you are is worried about what others are going to think. Cause they're going to think and they're going to talk and you're missing out on being you. You're missing out on sharing who you are. You're missing out on pursuing your dreams on pursuing your goals and doing something that you want to do because you're afraid of what others are going to think. And what a, I don't want to say waste of a life, but what a waste of time it is. It is. Trying to please others instead of just, I don't know, wanting to please God or be happy within yourself. Exactly. Like, start there. Like, please mm -hmm. God, you, because, I mean, in social media too, I love social media. I really do. You post on it, but it's also very dangerous because when we look at social media, we see other people's lives. And a lot of times it's lies. I'm not saying folks aren't telling the truth, but we look at other people's lives and we're like, oh, you know, we want to be like, oh, I can't, I can't post this picture because this person, you know, always looks, this person's as selfie uh, as, is it, what, it's not selfie, it's um, filtered to death. <laughs> you know, so post your picture. Like, po but that's the thing, like we just start to worry because like, if we're just by ourselves, we will be confident, but then, you know, we just start to worry about the judgments of others. And then that's truly what holds us back. Like, they're not gonna like, I don't care if you like it. Right. Girl, I'll, be, I'll be rocking tutus. Like folks will sometimes like, at, listen, when I started doing tutus years ago, like there was not a lot of folks in tutus that they're like, you're a grown woman at a tutu. And I said, uh-huh, like, okay, <laughs> I like tutus. <laughs> I like tattoos, you know, even throwing the tea party. I threw the tea party and I'm like, you know, if folks buy and come, they come if they, you know, because I'm, and it was such a great event, but it was just like, she's throwing a tea party. Or even when I started podcasting, like somebody like legit said to me, black folks don't do that. I was like, mm -hmm. no. <laughs> yes, we do. Right. I refuse to place limits on myself. Do not put your limits on me. 
I love that. Yeah, it's I not like my that. line, but I use it a lot. <laughs> I, but but I like that. I like that. Don't 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 um. I, what does that say? Car car. Um, excuse me. Put me in a box on what I like. Like just let me like what I like. I like tutus and I also like sequins, and I get sequins. <laughs> I'm called the supreme. I don't care. Anything <laughs> that you see when I walk in. It, I, listen, they're going to talk. Might as well give them something to talk about, but no. <laughs> I am a tutu-loving, stiletto-wearing, sequin-bearing. <laughs> um, I love it. And I'm a minister. And, you know, it is just like, but everything I do, I do in love. I love that. I love that. Um, you know, I don't, we're talking about you, but you have others. Like, I had all these questions, but I'm loving the way that we're going with this. And I know that one of the things you wanted to talk about was people being their authentic self. How do you define one becoming their authentic self? Okay. So, you, in order to become the best authentic self, you have to know what you like. What? do you like? And that really comes from self-reflection and I think accountability. And we don't like to reflect sometimes. And I put myself in we because I'm like, you know, I'm human. Um, and we don't like to hold ourselves accountable to things or things like that. But I always, so I don't know if it's because of the retail thing, I always like to get to the why. You know, before when we were managers and they would come and says, you know, your store is not making it. Why? You're not making your sales. Why? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, so I've, I've adopted that in life, you know, like, why? Why do I like this? And because like, do I like it because this person likes it or not? Like, what makes me laugh out loud? What makes me laugh and spit my food out? Like, I, you know, and just figuring out what you like and asking yourself why you like it, I think is important because sometimes we like something and we don't realize why we like it. So do you, all right, so I'm watching movies and I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you by a year or two. And um, <laughs> there was this movie called Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts years ago, one of my favorite. And I remember there was this particular scene, you know, she kept running away and things like that. And I remember it was like a simple thing of how she liked her ex. And, you know, it's like she did her eggs based on like the person that she was with. So I think a lot of times we do that. Like, you know, we like something because who we're with or the crowd we're with that they, you know, they like it. Um, you know, it's trendy and things like that. So I truly like to see if I like something by spending time in it by myself. So if it's a show like when er was going on like everybody i never i've never watched an episode of er i just couldn't get into it but it was like the trend and like everywhere i went at work everybody was talking about it and do it and i was just like i said i have never watched an episode i'm like i just don't like it and being okay with being the oddball being okay with being the odd man out because if you can't figure out why you like something do you really like it no, no. really reflect like really reflect on that and ask yourself do i like it because everybody says i should like it do i like it because it's trendy that do i like it because it's just easier to like it because it gives me a way to go in a conversation why not say there's a something else that you like like what if nobody else liked it and it's just you and nobody else is having that conversation about it then fine I'm not going to talk about ER because I've never watched an episode. I'm not going to fake the funk. 
I like that. Not gonna fake the funk. And that's, that's to be honest with you, that is why I started this um, platform in the first place because I spent a lot of my life blending in. Like, if people like this, I would be like, okay, I like this too. And I would like, I would legit hate it. Like, <laughs> you know, just for the simple fact of having company. And then I just realized so much energy was being exerted towards things that I did not like or I didn't care for. But I was always afraid because I've been, you know, I've, I've been keeping this facade up. So if I start being my real self, will these same people still rock with me? And it's not their fault, it's my fault because I wasn't authentically myself. You know, luckily I have some friends that held on and was like, oh my God, I'm, this is you. I really like, you know, this being you, but I lost some people, but I couldn't get upset about that because they were liking whoever I was pretending to be. They weren't liking who I was. And so I found more comfort and more happiness in just being myself and who was supposed to rock with me or, or not rock with me or whatever it didn't matter because at the end of the day i felt comfortable and i can recognize myself in the mirror and that's what made me start this to spread the word of it's just okay to be you to spend your life being you and not attaching on to something just for the sake of not being alone or just for the sake of of blending in if that makes sense it does now you said something there um i i, I truly love what you just said and I like the fact that you recognize you did some self-reflection there and accountability because you said it's not their fault that they didn't know the real you because you gave them the version of you that you think that they would like. Right. So you can't, you can't blame them if that's who they like. Now, when you show the real you and if they choose not to, then bye, Felicia. But otherwise, you know, like you didn't give them an opportunity to see the real you. Right. And if I give you an opportunity to see the real me and you choose to move on, it's okay. You will find your own kind. That's truly what I believe. And I've always tried to be authentic to who I am. I'm, you know, I'm 5'11", black, used to be skinny, not anymore. But <laughs> used to, you know, so, <laughs> you know, I was like, I was always different. I love to read. Um, I always thought enjoyed things that some folks didn't you know when i was younger i would be reading those e um those english romance novels or you know things like that you know when my friends were reading 17 magazine i'm like oh, like okay i mean <laughs> i'm good <laughs> so not that it wasn't fun to look at the pictures but it's just like it just wasn't like a five second article on what shade of lip gloss is just wasn't you know what i wanted to read and it made me right. different it made me weird and you know, I lost some people like you, but I was okay with that. You have to like your own company. In order to be authentic, though, you have to like your own company because moments spent alone are priceless. Just moments yeah. spent just doing what you do. I loved the tea party that I threw on a large scale, but I love the tea parties that I throw for myself. It's just me and I dress up in my gloves and my hat and I sit there and the kids sometimes take pictures, but it's just me. I'm just sitting there sipping tea and just daydreaming or reading a book. You know, that's who I am. And in order for me to be authentic to who I am, I have to show up every single day. Like I can't change who I am to fit in. It was difficult at times, you know, working in corporate America. Um, I had to temper who I was. 
And, you know, I would get, oh, Suzanne, you're so colorful. Oh, Suzanne, you're so creative. You know, the, <laughs> the passive aggressive thing. And, you know, oh, you're so, you're just so colorful. You know, and in those spaces, you kind of have to temper. But I was always me. And they knew who I was. Some might not have liked it, but... I was just always me because I always felt that it's hard enough to be yourself like every single day. Like for me personally, without faith, I don't know what will be because this life is hard. So <laughs> I thank God that I have faith and I have God. Yeah. So I hold on to those things, but it's hard enough being yourself, getting up every day and watching the news and see what's going on and like if you're a human being with genuine feelings these things will impact you and affect you but now imagine if I had to do this as somebody else so like my natural reaction to something it's natural it's like it may not be the right one but it is natural right so <laughs> <It's yours. laughs> exactly so can you imagine if I decided tomorrow I want to be you so I'm going to have to try to figure out what would you do and how would you do it? And I just, I don't have that kind of time and energy. It's exhausting. It is. Like I said, it's hard enough being yourself with everything that we have to deal with. Trying to imagine going through a life being somebody else. Like I just, I can't, it's just, it's exhausting. It's like, I just can't be the phony, you know? And we grew up with the phrase, fake it till you make it. And, you know, with something, I've said it, I used to say till I'm like, you know, I'm not faking it, I'm done. But I will tell you that it's not an easy thing to come to sometimes. I'm not going to lie, because we live in a culture that is determined to tell us who to be, is determined to tell folks that if you don't look a certain way, walk a certain way, talk a certain way, you're not it. I don't want to be it. I want to be me. <laughs> you know, I never watched that show with cousin it or something like that. So I'm good. But you, I, so I'm on LinkedIn and I wrote a post the other day and I got so much feedback and fe- folks reach out to me. The hardest thing to be is yourself. And the easiest thing to be is yourself. Hmm. Because it's hard because everything you do, there's somebody determined to tell you it's not good enough. But it's easy because every reaction you have is yours. It's natural. You don't have to predict it. You don't have to strategize. You don't have to read a book about it. It will be like, how will Suzanne react last night when she saw the Wakanda Forever trailer? Girl was excited. (laughs) When is it coming out? November 11th. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I watched that thing over and over and I didn't have to think how you're going to handle it. I knew I was excited. I was already planning my outfit. That's how excited I was. Nice. You know, so it's like, it's, it's just easier to be me. I don't have to worry about it or plan it or whatever. And maybe sometimes I react to a situation if it's not the right reaction. But being open to learn, I'll learn. Right. I just don't want to be anybody else. And and that's powerful. It, that was powerful. I, I just got exhausted. Yeah. I just got exhausted and I couldn't keep up with all the narratives. 
There you go, girl. It was girl. just like, I just, because I started off, like, like literally, God was my only friend for a really long time. Like, I used to write and talk to him. My mom used to be like, you're just talking to yourself. No, I'm talking to God. You know, like, and then I, I met, like, actual people. And I was just like, oh, this is kind of cool having human beings and got lost all of that. And then I got older as an adult and was like, this is exhausting. I don't even know who I am anymore. And I just dropped the facade, you know? And so I just be knowing the difference. It just seemed like it was just so exhausting trying mm -hmm. to keep up with all of that. And now I can wake up in the morning and be okay with being weird. <laughs> you know, exactly. like, and I'm it's a little okay. weird. Yeah, I'm a little weird and it, it's okay to be weird. And I just feel like a lot of people are depressed or committing suicide just for the simple fact that they, they didn't feel like they belonged. Exactly. And I have a problem with that. And that's why I even started the platform to say, hey, you are more than enough for you. Mm -hmm. You are okay with being you. If, if you're with a circle that makes you feel uncomfortable, there are, there are a billion people in this world. And I promise you there's a percentage that will accept you just for being you. Absolutely. You know? And so that's what you're saying is the word and the reason why I even started this in the first place. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's awesome. I think, you know, people need to feel like they belong and yeah. being weird, uh, you know, it's okay. I think that as black women, um, and not everybody who's listening is a black woman, but for me, my personal experience as a black woman, um, the world will stack against us. It really is. I think now they're like, yeah, rah, rah, celebrate black woman and things like that. But for a very long time as a black woman, if you spoke up for yourself, you were the angry black woman, um, you know, like you were abrasive. Um, you know, I remember once they did this, there was this survey or like some test or assessment. And I, you know, my, I came off as dominant. Mm. Okay. And, you know, I remember they put the dominant personalities in one side of the room and it was mostly men. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was just funny because I was saying to myself, like, I'm just me. And like, so, but it wasn't everybody, nobody wanted to be dominant. You know, like the women all wanted to be inquisitive and sweet. And I'm like, I don't wanna be, I am. So, you know, it's like, what's wrong with being dominant? So for a long time, they labored like a strong personality as, you know, it's a, the, the B word, it's a bad word. Mm. And like folks didn't want to be that. So the world was stacked against us. And now, you know, you're rah, rah, we're celebrating black women, but still, they still do try to place limits on who they think you can be, you know? So they're, they select certain women and this is who you need to be like. So you can still be a black woman, but be more like this black woman. Like there's such a plethora and vastness of who we are as a people and to be put into a box and told like, you know, you need to do this and you need to do that. And, you know, if you don't do this and, you know, it's like natural or straight or braids or, you know, whatever it is, like this world is constantly telling us who we should be and when you decide who you are, they say you're not good enough. I don't care. So you truly have to decide, am I okay with not everybody liking me? Mm. Am I okay with being by myself? You have to learn to be by yourself. You truly do, because there's times that you're gonna have to ride alone. Yep. And it's okay. Yep. It's okay. You speak a word, Suzanne, you speak a word. You speak a word. That is, 
you know, and, and normally when I ask questions about authentic self, it's like you have to self-actualize, you have to da-da-da-da, but you speak in the, <laughs> this is the foundation, literally, of being authentic, is the questions and the advice that you have been given today. Are you okay when you sometimes got to rock, rock by yourself? You know, that, that is important because that's that thing of, I don't want to be alone. I'm not comfortable with self. And my mom always said, if you're not comfortable with you, don't expect nobody else. Be curious for your mama. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's a big stickler on taking yourself on dates, going to the show. She said, even though you're married, there are still things you should still do by yourself. That's so to keep your identity. So I will go to the show by myself. I will do certain stuff by myself. And my husband does his some of his stuff by himself because at the end of the day, yeah, we're one, but we're also individual. And, we, and I want us to keep our individuality at all times, you know? No, absolutely. Yeah. No, your mama is right. And no, I kudos to you. I, you know, you have to. When I was in high school, I remember um, going to movies by myself. Oh my goodness. Everybody, they thought it was the weirdest thing. But my best friend at the time talked through movies like i could not get like i couldn't hear it it's like oh what happened who's that you're right beside me you saw who came in the room i don't know I'm like, i couldn't i couldn't so, love going by myself but then after going with her and i was like girl i ain't taking i ain't going with you so, <laughs> no she talked i'm not free i was talking to her you're that friend? Oh my God. So I am not going to the movies with you. I was like, girl, let me listen. So, <laughs> but I, and then God help us if there's a joke because she would laugh for five minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> like so, no, I'm good. So <laughs> I loved going to the movies by myself, but folks thought that was weird. But you know, it was just like, I was okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've just always been okay with being by myself and I enjoy being by myself. And you know, one of the things I tell my client, it's like being alone is not lonely. You have to learn to enjoy your company. Start small, um, you know, five, 10 minutes, read a book, do nothing, stare at the water, gaze at the sky, but whatever it is you do, learn to spend time with yourself and just be. I have my kids. I spent time with them. Uh, we just got back from vacation, but I spend time by myself. I have my husband. He knows. Spend time by myself. And, you know, one of the things that you had mentioned, and I'll come back to it because I love it so much. They, you didn't let them know who you are. And I've always been intentional in letting folks know who I am because like in the beginning, I like my husband knew this because I'm like, if he gets upset at me spending time by myself, honey, it's been 20 odd years. Like it wasn't a secret. Like I was very open with that because it's important to me. And me being my best is better for those around me. So even if you want to look at it like that to say like, you know, you being your best is good for you, but it's also good for the people around you. Can you imagine how much more you are when you are fully you, like when you're rested and rejuvenated and relaxed, you could be the best wife, daughter, mother, friend, sister, whatever it is. 
when you're feeling defeated and depleted, like you just have nothing left to give, you just don't even want to be around people. And that's the dangerous time to be by yourself. So don't see being by yourself as a form of punishment. It's a reward to spend time with you because you're awesome. And that's just how I see it. I like me. I like hanging out with me. And I can watch my shows, my weird shows, (laughs) without judgment or without anybody talking, you know, and just be me. I love that. I love that. And and you are right. I feel like I am a better person. I feel like I'm able to, without the hiding who I am, you know, I feel like I, my relationships have improved to now I can say, because I used to didn't even express how I felt. I can say, yeah, I never liked that. Um, I don't like when you do that either. Like, I don't like when you, you know, everybody like, be quiet, but no. But when I got with my company, it's like, okay, there are certain things I just got to stop accepting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this has to stop, and this has to stop now. And and, and I sleep better knowing that I, in the end of, end of the day, did you express yourself, especially like how you felt, where you come, where you yourself, where you are authentic self every day? And if I can recognize myself in the mirror every night, I feel well. That's good. Oh, girl, that, yeah. is, that yeah. is awesome. You know, like it's exhausting. Like it is. Time is precious. Like, can you imagine? Like, I don't want to spend time doing something I don't like. No. You know. Like, I just, it's not worth it. Like, and, and, I, and I, I'll say this, and there's a particular person, a family member of mine that will get invited to somewhere and don't like the people that's there, but would go. And I'm like, why? Why subject yourself to that? And right. I'm not saying don't go around not liking people, but I'm just saying like, if you know that when you go somewhere, the energy, the atmosphere is just going to be negative and draining, why are you going? Why put yourself in that situation? Just for the sake of going and so people could say you came. But you could have been doing something else better with your time. Something that you like. Something that you enjoy. Yeah, no, I, you know, I I learned how to say no. You just, you have to. Like, you have to. You just, you can't do everything. You can't be everywhere. You can't be everything for everyone. Um, You know, it's just, it's too much. And like, love yourself. Love yourself okay. enough to say no. Like, love yeah. yourself enough to say, I'm all right. I I don't want to go to that weird party. So- <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> like, I'm cool. Like, it's, so it's like, we went to Savannah on vacation and my daughter, they were having this ghost tour. Like, you go around on a trolley and one was a hearse and you visit the cemetery. I was like, girl, please, No. She was like, my daughter, she's into scary stuff. And she was like, mom, I was like, no, no, we are not going. Like, I'm not. Some folks will walk. Your daughter likes it. Do it for her. No. No. Ain't coming home with you. You don't know what you about to touch. Girl, listen, I'm not, I'll mess with them things. So I, I'm just, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm just like, you know, like I said, you know what, hey, we live in this world and me being me, a lot of times, sometimes, hey, there are folks that don't like me and that's okay. Like I'm genuinely okay with you not liking me. Like I said, I bring it back to, as long as you are a good person 
And I know that I'm a good person because first and foremost, God is the head of my life and God leads me and I'm intentional about being kind. So if I'm doing that and I'm true to God and I'm true to me and I'm kind to folks and you still don't like me, oh well. It's about me now. Yeah, that's that's a word right there. This 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 just flow. This was none of my questions. This just flow. I love this interview. Like I love it. So this is just so raw um, and and genuine. And I love you for for being genuine and and touching someone's life. Because I know I know you've touched me, but I know that people listening that may struggle with being themselves. I hope that this help push them a little bit further to feel comfortable with being comfortable with them you know um i don't even i'm gonna follow up with our signature question but i'm gonna do that <laughs> yes i will i will i will stop talking so you can do it you know what though i absolutely love this um this format thank you so much for inviting me on the show i'm loving it be your own kind i am passionate about that i am intentional about that and you know anyone listening i'm gonna give her a chance to talk because i did say i was gonna so i don't want to be a liar if anyone's listening and you're struggling i just want you to know who you are is enough god created you this way because he wanted you this way it doesn't matter what anybody else says even if it's a family member a mother a father a brother a sister a spouse saying to you you're not good enough don't believe them you are good enough be intentional every day take little steps in just building your confidence and your self-esteem spend time with yourself start repeating affirmations i like me i am worthy I deserve love. I deserve peace. Repeat those over and over if you have to until you truly start believing it. Okay, Renata, go. <laughs> no, but I, I love what you just said because I do that. I have across my computer here, everything attached to me wins. I have divine discipline. Everything I need to do, I will do. I'm expecting the next best thing to happen. These are things I say every day. And so, so Suzanne is totally right. Those affirmations, um, it brings life. It breathes life into your, your situation. So I, I do agree to take that serious because that actually works. <laughs> yeah, and so thank you for sharing that knowledge with us. Um, oh, our signature question is, if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Holy moly, one word, okay. <laughs> you might have found the one thing that would trip me up because I am not known for being short. Okay. Um, intentional. Hmm. I'm intentional because I think that God was intentional when he created me. And maybe when I was a kid, I didn't quite understand why he made me so different. So now I'm intentional to live every day as if it's a gift, to be a blessing to others, to appreciate my life, and to just live in abundance and gratitude. Intentional. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Your energy is everything, Suzanne. I was just like, it's just shining through. <laughs> it's just shining through my screen, like. I love everything about this interview. Um, we didn't even get into your podcast or your book, but um, <laughs> is there anything upcoming about your brand that you want to share? 
<laughs> Quick, five seconds. I know. I Listen, I love this. I've done scripted interviews. I really love the ones that flow. So I'm positively Suzanne. Please go ahead and follow me on social media, um, Facebook, um, YouTube. I'm not on it as much as I should. <laughs> and um, Instagram, please go ahead. I'm also on LinkedIn as Suzanne Graham Anderson. Um, I am an author. My book is on Amazon. That's the easiest way to get it. It's called Detoxifying Leadership. And it's just a quick read about my experiences with um, toxic leaders. Um, I have a tea party coming up again. I hosted one. I have another one coming up in September. I'm actually going to be a speaker at a conference in Detroit in September. Um, so follow me and you'll get information about that for anyone in the Detroit area. Um, you know, please uh, follow up with that. And I am, I'm working on a couple of things. So I will, I will post that soon, but follow me positively Suzanne on social media and you'll get up to date on everything. Awesome. Awesome. I was born in Detroit. <laughs> Ooh, I don't remember nothing about it though. I was born in Detroit, raised in Chicago. That's all I can say. That's it. <laughs> I don't know anything. Sounds off the subject. But yeah, make sure that you follow Suzanne. Um, the, while we're talking, um, her Instagram and her, um, your Instagram and your email is appearing. So make sure that you follow her and stay up to date with her and her positiveness. And you also are a business consultant. So you help mom and pop stores as well, right? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. I do. Girl, you did your research. I'm like, yeah. So actually, and I have a podcast, Sit Down with Suzanne. It's also available in all the podcasts and directories. So I am a life coach and an empowering coach. So I do take personal clients. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all set for the month of July, by the way. So, um, <laughs> and I do, um, do build business consultation. Um, I really try to help small businesses, you know, cause there's certain things that, you know, they might not know and certain resources they might not know that's out there. So I really try to help, um, protect them so that they could be the best they could be. So I really, everything I do is centered on just helping folks be the best. We can all shine. I love that. It's enough out here for all of us. All of us. We can shine um, together. Yes, most definitely. Anything else you'd like to add before we close? Um, no, sis, I am so proud of you. Um, you know, for doing your thing. Um, I appreciate you inviting me on the the podcast and just giving me an opportunity to share who I am and just being so genuine um throughout the interview. It flowed and folks would think we've been friends for a long time. So I I love seeing folks just living their best lives and just living out loud. And I love that for you and about you. And I am definitely a fan and we'll be keeping up to date on what's happening in your neck of the woods. Oh, same here. I will tell people, um, I don't just interview you and just like disappear. No, I'm gonna be following you. And sometimes in your inbox, how you doing? That's just the type of person I am. Cause I feel like anybody that I interview, everybody that I've interviewed, I have come back wiser, you know, and I feel like anyone that has listened to this have had a nugget that has applied to their life. So I always like to make sure I keep up with you guys. Cause yeah, you're on my platform, but you're, you're taking out the time to share some nuggets and shine some light on somebody's life. And that's important. That's very important. Time is something we can never get back. So anyone that takes out their time to be on my platform means volumes. So thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So listeners, I hope that, um, that she has shined some light in your life. I know that she has. I'm just going to say that. And so next time, um, don't forget to be kind to yourselves. Be kind to yourselves and to be kind to each other. And until next time, bye. <laughs>